Hi, this is Morty Lefko with another edition of the weekly podcast, Conversations with Top Personal Development Bloggers. Every week, we have a conversation with a blogger who has a slightly different take on personal development. There's so much valuable material being offered by personal development bloggers. This is the best place to find out which ones might provide you with just what you're looking for. What's unique about each blogger? Why they started writing their blog? How their personal experiences inform their writing? Why you ought to be reading their blog? And lots more. Today I have the pleasure to talk to Tim Brownson, who writes a real interesting blog called A Daring Adventure. Uh, I guest posted on his blog several years ago. And by the way, I just read your uh, Robin Williams post. I wrote one on Robin Williams a couple of weeks ago myself, and I loved your post, Tim, so it was great. Thank so you. thank you so much for joining us, and, uh, and welcome, Tim. Uh, thank you very much, Martin. Thanks for asking me on. Uh, where, are you, uh, where are we talking from? Where are you located? I'm uh, just outside Orlando in central oh. Florida, so obviously we can tell from my accent I come from a little bit further away over the pond from the UK originally. Okay, but you, you, you settled uh, in Disney World, huh? Yeah, we've, li- we've lived here for just over eight years now. Love it. Oh, I love the weather, shall I say. I really enjoy the weather. So. Uh, okay. Uh, let's start at the very beginning. What was the impetus to start writing your blog? Uh, if I'm going to be honest, it was purely and, and uh, purely and exclusively for um, SEO, so search engine optimization. So I was fortunate enough that when I started my, when I hired a guy over here when I first got to the U.S. that understood the impact of, of blogging in terms of helping people find you on the internet. So you know, I, I probably didn't have a my first comment until the blog had been running about a year and a half, I think. So I wasn't really, I wasn't aware of the whole blogging subculture for just under a year and a half. It was a, I started in the September of 2006. It was the Christmas of 2007 where I was kind of like bored between Christmas and New Year. And I went digging around and suddenly started finding these self-development blogs. I was thinking, wow, there's other people doing what I'm doing. I didn't really know. And then it kind of snowballed after that, I guess. Uh Okay. So you've been writing it since uh, 2006? Yes. Okay, eight years now. Great. Yeah. What's your, pro- your background in personal development of all the topics you could have picked? Uh, what got you into this field? Well, just because I, I'm, a, I'm a full-time life coach and I have been for almost 10 years now. So in this, when I started, it was when life coach, nobody heard, didn't even, I had to explain what we were as life coaches. Mm-hmm. Nobody really, uh, it wasn't anything like uh, as much of a public awareness as it is now. So for that purpose, the, the blog was all about me, um, you know, putting my ideas down on paper. Writing has a great way of teaching it, doesn't it? You'll know this. Yeah, I, I learned, I've learned more from my blog than I've from any training I've ever taken because you've got to be able to clarify your ideas, put them down there for people to read. And once you get a, a reasonable size readership, which fortunately I have now, because if you get it wrong, they're going, there's going to be people waiting to tell you. So it makes you really think through ideas, and I explaining them. So yeah, as a life coach, it's, to me, it's about um, just helping people. You know, people that can't afford me. So it's like giving them the kind of advice that I would give clients, even though I don't necessarily advise clients per se. But it's uh, so it's, it's a win on that front. It helps me uh, learn about topics. I have to dig deeper. Um, it helps people get free information that maybe couldn't afford it. And uh, and it's just fun, the sense of community. I, I, I love it now. I, I don't think I would ever give it up. I got it. Wonderful. Uh, do you have any specific personal experiences you've had that have been useful in writing your blog, things that have actually happened to you? 
Well, I think just a lot of feedback from people, not necessarily just in the comments, and some of it negative, some of it positive. But it, it's, you know, I, I've, I've probably made 20 pretty good friends from blogging. So it's actually reach out. In fact, I've got somebody that reads my blog coming to see me in about two weeks' time, which is really cool. They just said, I'm coming to Florida. Would you mind if I come and have a coffee with you? And that's just great to me. I mean, I'm a really social person and for moving when I was in a sales environment in working in teams and being with people all the time to working for myself all of a sudden I kind of miss that element mm-hmm. to, to me blogging social media it's a, I think I would I would crack up without that I would uh, I would just uh, I couldn't keep it going I don't think mm-hmm. got it uh, who, who would you say is your typical audience did you have ever run any demographics on your blog yeah um, my typical I, I I have a very unusual, uh, in terms of the self-development space, there isn't, and I don't mean this to say to sound arrogant, because it's just, it's just, it represents me, there isn't really anybody doing what I do, because I, uh, I'm not afraid to talk about any subject. So, you know, I've, I've talked on, I've, I've written blog posts about depression, you mentioned the Robin Williams one, I've written ones about gay rights, I've written posts about religion and God and, and, and war and, and things that I have strong feelings about, because... And I also have a tendency to swear quite a lot in my blog posts. You, nearly always for comedy. You know, I'm not, I, don't, I don't swear at people. It's like to emphasise a point. Yeah, you and you know, so I've written a post yesterday about the twenty greatest quotes of the Dalai Lama, and it's riddled with swearing. I'm sure, I'm sure some people will sort of not like that. But it's a great filtering process. My blog is for my uh, for my um, clients. So my demographic tends to be something that's a little bit. Heaven forbid I use the word liberal, but maybe a little bit more liberal, a bit, little bit more easygoing, and um, you know, uh, just just relaxed and wants to have fun with the process. So I, I don't want—I don't take my writing. I do take it seriously, but I want to have fun as well when I'm doing it. So if you're not prepared to have a laugh, if you don't like a British sense of humour that was brought up on Monty <laughs> Python, don't, don't don't read my blog because you're going to wonder what the hell's going on. There. I got it. Did you know? Are you are you mainly men or women or? Do you have a lot of UK people, or mainly US, or um, mainly US? Um, certainly, I actually get more clients from Australia than I do from the UK these days for some bizarre reason. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, again, I would say more women, more female readers. But for my blog, it's not massively pronounced. Probably sixty forty. But when it comes to life coaching clients, it's quite heavily more women. Probably seventy thirty because I think that's. Because women don't mind asking for help, whereas those guys sometimes are a bit resistant to that kind of thing. That's interesting. Most most of the people I've talked to, first of all, bloggers are heavily weighted for women, and for some reason, I'm a little heavily weighted for men. Uh, Fifty-four, forty-six. Right. Uh, don't know why, but seem to be. Yeah. Uh, okay. How often do you post? Uh, these days, because I've got two blogs, because I also have got a website called CoachTheLifeCoach.com, and so I blog there, and that's just aimed at life coaches or people that want to get into life coaching. Um, so now I only tend to blog w- once a week. I'm more interested in the quality. So I, I don't. So in my early days, I was blogging four or five times a week, and it was a, a matter of getting content up there. But obviously now, with the changes to the Google algorithm. Um, you know they're not interested in what they call skinny blog posts, and and I, I don't feel the need now to post if I haven't got anything to say. Mm-hmm. So the Robin Williams was I've got to say that, yes, because I genuinely couldn't sleep that night. I was so upset about it, you know, and that doesn't 
affect me celebrities things like this I'm just so over celebrity culture but um, so you know if that hadn't happened maybe I wouldn't have bought for a few days so I don't stick to a, a, a regular timetable as sort of conventional volume wisdom suggests but basically it's like once a week about once a week yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned it took a while to get comments do you accept comments now yeah absolutely I wouldn't be I know there's a big trend amongst some of the more uh, popular bloggers to, to, to close comments down but to me it's not a blog then. You know, blogging's about community, it's about interacting. Um, you know, the minute you, the minute you shut comments down, to me it's then just a broadcast uh, vehicle, no different, you may as well just have a newsletter, um, which I've got as well, but you know, I, I like the, the blogging community. Yeah, great. Uh, you've talked around this topic a little bit, but I want to focus in specifically you have a, an essential message, a specific message, obviously, of a lot of topics, but is there sort of like a theme that runs through them all? Is there a basic message of your blog? Yeah, yeah, I think, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if there's one. I mean, my, you know, I, when people ask me what I do, I say I get people unstuck. So there's an element of, of really what I'm trying to do all the time is help people to think differently. Think differently. So that's, that's what, you know, as a coach, if I can't help a client to think differently, then I've not done my job properly. I've not helped them because, you know, if we don't think differently, then we just get the same results we've always got. It's changing that shift of thinking. So I'm always trying to look for different ways of coming at old topics and just, you know, and like I say, just to shift people's thinking. That's the main thing that's in my mind. You know, like the, the post I did today for the Dalai Lama quotes, you know, it's helping people to understand that there are different ways of looking uh, at things, and, and, and the Dalai Lama is an absolute master at doing that, and it's mm -hmm. just highlighting that, you know. Very good. Do you have a long-term goal for your blog? Is there some place you'd like to get to with it? No, I don't think so. I used to have. I used to have goals in terms of subscribers and what have you, but um, these days, it's kind of, you know, I'm pretty much full all the time. It's I just want it to be a resource to people. I want people to see it as a resource. So in terms of, say, acquiring um, subscribers or whatever, no, I'll, I'll just I'll keep writing. People keep reading it they want, but I'm not going to break my back trying to just get blog readers for the sake of blog readers. Got it. Um, to, to, to expand and broaden it a little bit, what's your mission in life? It sounds like you're interested not just in writing but in coaching and changing mm. people's thinking. So do you have a broader mission and how the writing of your blog contributes to that broad mission? Yeah, I mean, I think my, broadest, my broad mission is to have fun. I want to enjoy this. You know, I had 10 years earning ridiculous amounts of money, Morty, and being as miserable as sin for a lot of the time. Not all the time, but high stress, you know, which is all self-imposed. <clears throat> now, I just, you know, I had, I've, I've done all the corporate thing. It's like, I want to have fun doing this and I want to attract the people that want to have fun as well. So really, it's I want to help as many people as I can, and that's the only reason for getting into this industry. If you don't want to help people, then if you're only just to monetize it, you're in the wrong industry as far as I'm concerned. So it's help as many people as I can, but also doing it being myself and not trying to pretend that I'm this squeaky clean. You know, I've admitted to you know I certainly had a period in my twenties when you know, I'd take ecstasy and, and and go out partying all weekend. You know, I'm not going to hide that. That was who I was then. You know, don't want to do it now. <laughs> it would take me months to get over it. 
you know, but it's just like, this is who I am. If, if you're on board, if it gels with you, brilliant. If not, guess what? You're going to find another self-development blog that you do like. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm kind of, you know, for a life coach, you know, people talk to me about written goals. I haven't got any written goals. And people are like, oh, a life coach that hasn't got written goals. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I don't need them. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I, I am in favor of them, and I do think they work. But for me, it's just like, I'm, I just like to be loose and structured with things. I, could you I just... Uh, could you continue that just for a minute? Why, why you don't have uh, written goals? Because I don't believe in goal. I don't believe in goals actually. So I'm right. just interested in your uh, uh, your response on that. Well, I think it comes to down to the fact that I just resist structure. So in 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 sales, you know, I was a pretty successful salesperson, and and in terms of the intricacies of understanding sales and that. But I was often very lazy in sales calls. I'd re, 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 uh, rely too much on, on rapport building. And, and I think that's just carried through. It's just like, well, you know, I read David Allen's Getting Things Done a few years ago, and it was torture reading it. The actual thought of implementing that stuff. To me, I like the looseness of being able to get up and thinking, uh, what should I do today? Well, I know I've got three clients, because I see three clients every day. So around that, well, I'm going to walk the dogs between, I nearly always walk the dogs between half past 10 and half past 11. I've got three Dobermans and they need plenty of exercise. So I'll do that. I may go and I'll, I'll go and write a guest post for something. Or I'll do a bit. You know, so it's, it's, I like that freedom. I feel suffocated when if somebody told me you know, that I've got a goal, say, to get to 100,000 blog readers and, and I'm, you know, you've got to get to 20,000 this way. It'd just be like I'd switch off and shut down. Got it. So, so yeah, I have, a, I have a, 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 a something that I say on a regular basis. People, it is, it's, there is no how it is. There's only how it is for you. We're all different. We all respond differently to different stimuli, etc. So, for some people, goal setting I think is perfectly fine and right, and it's going to help them. Just not for me, and I recognise that it's not for me. So, therefore, I, I just don't get involved in it. God, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, what would you say is the most important thing you've told people that's made a difference in their lives? Oh, <laughs> put him on the spot. What's the most important thing I've told them? I, I think I'd say what's the most important process. Of, so, I, so I'm really big into core values. So my second session with a client is always looking at core values because these are the things that drive all our decisions. Uh, either consciously or unconsciously. Mm-hmm. If I can help all my clients get in alignment with their values and put their values you know, first and foremost, then I know they're going to be fairly happy as people, even if they don't get the material things that they want. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the, helping people understand what the values are and understanding the power of them. So, for example, integrity is a really important uh, value of mine. Now, when I was in sales towards the end of my sales career, you have something in sales called a product drive where we had this one job, I had eight service offerings. So a product drive is where you go out and just try and sell one. So you're not really selling to your client's needs anymore. You're selling to your own needs. You're selling to the business needs. So that's not a win-win. That's, and that to me shows a lack of integrity of the business. So this used to rankle and bug me, but I never knew why. I can look back now and think, well, that's really obvious. But sometimes we don't see the wood for the trees. You know, so with clients, it's just like, well, the reason why you don't like your job is because your values are in de- direct sort of co- conflict with them. Well, the reason why you don't get on with your boss is because you value tolerance and he's not a very tolerant person. And like I say, you think this stuff will be obvious, but it isn't. And it's given me more aha moments with clients, giving them more than everything else I do put together combined. Got it. So the, 
main thing you say that the most important thing would be the importance of identifying and living consistently with their values. Exactly. Core values. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Well, I got a real good sense of you and your blog and why you write your blog. Is there anything else you'd like our audience to know about you or your blog? What's unique about you or what you have to say that you haven't covered yet? Um, yeah, I think what I don't know if anything's necessarily unique about me, Morty. I've got a certain style of doing things. Uh, I love being challenged. So if anybody wants to come to my blog and tell me I'm wrong, fantastic. Bring it on. We'll have a good chat in the comments, that's for sure. Uh, if you are if you are the kind of person that looks to take offence through uh, through bad language, probably not the best blog for you to speak that's out there. You know, there may be others that would be uh, more useful. But other than that, you know, bring come, come read, comment, and, and I make everybody welcome. Even the people. That, the only comments I ever delete are ones where people are either spam or when people are abusive to other commenters. I don't care what people say about me. I'm I'm a big boy. I can I can after eight years I've heard everything. Trust me. I'm sure you have as well in this business. Absolutely, yeah. Well, this was fun. I really appreciate your time uh, here. Uh, as I indicated, I uh, I think there are people out there looking for good information, looking to be helped, looking to improve their lives. And there are a lot of people like you who can help them that they just don't know about. So right. I thank you for taking the time to uh, tell us a little bit about you and your blog and your life coaching. And if people want to get more information, they go to adaringadventure.com. Is that right? That's right, indeed. Mark. Adaringadventure.com, and you will find out all about Tim Brownson. So sure. thanks so much for taking the time today. Uh, we'll get this thing up real soon, and we'll get a lot of people to read it. And Hopefully a lot more people will find out about you and your blog and will start reading you. I certainly enjoyed the few that I've read recently, and I'm sure that other people will also. Okay, thanks a lot, Morty. I appreciate it. Have a great day. And you.